Here we go. I'm Jermaine Morris here with the one and only Mr. Barry Axius. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Newest installment, newest episode of the Say Something podcast. Say something, say something, say something. Podcast where we get together and talk about things going on out here in this life, things that we want to address that we think needs to bring some attention to. Yes, sir. You know, before we get going, man, let me, I know you're going to go into your thing. I needed to say something because it's not said enough. I know we got another great program for you, but before we say something, I have to really say this. This off my chest. There was comments that was made by um, Miami rapper Trick Daddy, right? Yeah. About black women, how they need to tighten up, white women going to take over, you know, Hispanic women, whatever, whatever. Like that. Yeah. I have to say, silly Negro, shut your mouth. Because with your tired, sorry looking ass, nobody, first of all, should even want you. And second, I think that we need to stop bashing our black sisters, our queens. They got enough shit on their plate. And I'm tired of black men always taking a swing at them, especially when, you know, the black women is always the forefront of every disagreement, of every fight, every in-between for the black man. They stand up, they deliver. And regardless of our dirty deeds and the things that we've done to them in the in the um, past, present and future They've always stood their ground with us. And I'm not saying this to be like I'm some perfect angel. I have my issues with my sisters. But at the end of the day, those kind of statements from black men in this moment, in this time are very ignorant. I'm denouncing that. And I wish more brothers would speak up on it. And those brothers that are saying, well, he's saying that. But if he ain't talking to you, don't worry about it. When I see my sisters on the front line for black men. Like with police brutality and all the other issues that black men are having in America and we don't step up and stand up and say, no, we are not going to sit there and take some ignorant Negro speaking against our sisters like that. I feel uh, uh, offended and I definitely believe that in this day and age, someone has to say something. So I had to say something that personally, silly Negro, sit your ass down, you're tired, you're whack. Our queens, you guys are flawless in every way. You're beautiful. We love you with a passion. That's what I had to say. <laughs> Coming out the gate swinging from the I, gotta, row I, I had to say that, man. We, you know, say something, right? Okay, so we 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 can, we can sidebar a little bit. I know we always, you know, there, there's a subject at hand to talk about. I just had to just, I, well, you know, get that one part out. Man. I get that, you know? but well, let, let's let's look at that because if you're not familiar. Always got to put it in the proper framework. Always. Always. If you trick daddy, trick daddy dollar. Uh, Ain't want nothing that. Yeah, from. Uh, what about Bob Bob B? You can boy G. Nah, bitch, that's Polo. Uh, if you don't know Trick Daddy Dollar, uh, rapper down out of Miami, uh, big claim to fame, came up under Luther Campbell, aka Uncle Luke, uh, Trina. AKA the baddest bitch, mm. all that stuff. That that's you ain't heard from him in a minute. Uh, but he came out speaking. I think it was just like on an Instagram or or a Snapchat or a Facebook post, something, whatever. To the extent to where he was saying that black women need to tighten up because uh, Latin women and white women are out there gaining, and that black women you're spending money on asses and hair and all this, and it's just to go to the club and it's not getting you anywhere. And I think he went as far as say, as soon as uh, Spanish women and white women learn how to fry chicken, it's a wrap. And I don't even know what what the context of this came from, mm. or or if it was a part of something else. But that's that's what he came out speaking on. And 
Well, let, let, let's let's say something to these kind of comments. I know it's not necessarily the, the, the show that we was talking about initially, but I think that that's a very real subject that happens a lot. Mm. Like the, the, the go to. Let's just say for the sake of argument, your preference is Latin women. Okay. If you're black men, your preference is white women. Your preference is Asian women, your preference, whatever. Yeah. Uh, in order to say that you like Maria doesn't mean that you have to put down sisters. No, not at all. You know, I don't have to hate yours to love mine. Like, whatever your personal preference. Trick Daddy Dollar say he want to go and get him a senorita. Yeah. He want to get him a white girl. He want to get whatever. Yeah. 100% his business. He's yeah. grown. I think Trick Daddy got to be close to 50. Like, <laughs> like he got to be leaning on 50. Yeah, he's, he's leaning on death the way he looks. But yeah, go ahead. yeah, yeah. He leaned on 50. So he could honestly choose whoever he wants in his life. But saying something to this need to want to put down and, and belittle, berate, insult, with the backhanded comment, yes, like sir. like like we're trying to help you out, no doubt. You know, I think that that is a, a problem that happens, and and keep it real, that goes both ways, because there there are sisters who are quick to to to, to tell. No no no. Here's just hear it out. That if you want to tell somebody that in your opinion they need to be better, mm. like if whatever they're doing in your eyes, they need to step up. There shouldn't be it based upon what you think is wrong with them. It should be about uplifting them to where you think they should want. You don't tell the kid who's, who needs to study more that he's stupid. Well, I mean, I get that. But I also understand that, yes, it both goes both ways. But in the same content, sisters take a brunt of the heat. See, the thing about it, what I get flared up with the Negro, like a lot of what's going on in our culture right now in black society, half of our bigger issue is a lack of what? Fathers. Okay. Okay. So regardless of what the sister's all about, I mean, at the end of the day, us black men, we've laid with who we laid with. We have a baby with who we have the baby with. I understand it because I have a, a, a daughter's mother and we went through hell and back and we maintained to actually be in business together. Right. Okay. So no one can tell me about how she tripping, oh, she bugging. At the end of the day, the bottom line is we had a t kid together and I had to figure that out. Yeah. And I don't care how much she had to go through her emotions, me as the man, right? Okay. As a bread provider, as the king, as the, the person that wants to be looked upon as the lead, whether I'm in or out the household, I have to step up as a man and show no regards to the emotional kind of side of what goes on with breakups, but go into a sense of if my self feels like my daughter would be better without me, I'm an idiot, especially in this day and age. And just talking to my daughter, having lunch with her today, listening to all the the um, the manuscript and information I've given her and she's relaying it back to me. I had a laugh and I said, man, you sound like me. And she started laughing because it's what I set up as foundation. I have a problem and I take issue because I can take women saying certain things about us. Cool. But when we constantly are trying to like find something better than what we should value, like our black women, I think that it, it's, it's almost like a blatant sign of, you know, do you respect your mom? And at the same time, every single other woman and it's no disrespect to what you like, they're all trying to be like 
our sisters. Now, do we have some ratchet ones? Oh, hell yeah. We can talk for days about it. But I'm talking about there's some real solid ones that are out there doing the best that they can. And we really don't need right now in this time to kind of like talk about what needs to be tightened up. Because we can go through a whole episode or two and talk about the lack of real men who want to still imitate like they're 18 when they're 50, when they're 40, right? Yeah. Real, The lack of real manhood in our community. And that's the, one of the reasons why you and I have a conference like that coming in January, right? Yeah. Because yeah. of the lack thereof. Okay, well, I think these are – I agree with you, and I'm not sure maybe we, we clear them up to make sure they're not – they're not uh, overlapping. So I think that, A, it, when I talk about the going both ways is is that men shouldn't be denigrating women any more than women should be denigrating men. And I'm saying, that's why I, get, I, no, that's, no, I get that, but I'm saying in the content of what you're saying is I believe it that, yes, the women have their moments, yeah. but we, when we do it, we go to a whole different level. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I, I wasn't comparing the two. I was just saying framework first. Though. Yeah, I like, get it. I get neither, it. I, and all that means is that, hey, I don't agree with Trick Dad either. Mm -hmm. So so I'm not out here saying, you know, I ain't telling anybody you need to tighten yeah. up and this, that, whatever. Uh, I just, I, I guess, I guess what I don't really like it because in a moment right now where we're in, it's like everybody wants to be. Uh, uh, funny about something, thinking everything's a game, everything's a joke, yeah. dog. We at critical condition right now, man. We ain't got no time for some clown negroes to be calling them out this, that, and the other and making no sense about it. If you want to solve and help the problem, man, come up with some solutions. Break that down. Don't try to make it so you can get some Snapchat uh, likes or some views or whatever. Like, I mean, everybody is trying to be relevant in some kind of way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we've. I think the sisters already know that uh, uh, the Latinos and whites have been hot on their trail for a long time, right? But at the end of the day, when they're done using and abusing the black man for all of our huh, luxury, uh, you, you know what I'm saying, right? What do we have? We have our sisters. So it's sometimes, like I say, hey, love who you love, but respect the queens. That's all I'm saying, man. Yeah, and and, and always keeping that in mind, too. Whenever I hear people who, who talk, if I hear men downgrading sisters, if I hear sisters downgrading men, I start off with where do you live? Like, who are you messing with that gave you your point of reference for this group? Like if you trick daddy and if, if you see if, if whenever you get this, if you if you go online, if you see the video, whatever, trick daddy look like he's struggling that or he coming off a three day bender. Mm. So it I, I would have to first question what women are we even talking about that that, that you are because I really couldn't see the 2016 <laughs> version of Claire Huxtable effing with trick daddy dollar. <laughs> Man, so it, it, Man. we have to put it in the context of what you in, just like when women start talking about what these dudes ain't this or these dudes that no, them are the dudes you mess with. Yeah. So uh, that's why I always like to you know yeah. to to start there. But I just I guess when I say and I speak on it because I've had a lot of sisters hitting me up and I had a lot of sisters that thanked me for saying something. And speaking on it, I just was just letting it clearly be known. Like, I, you know, we love you women with a passion. And sometimes it's we have to say that for each other. Like sometimes, you know, queens will just hit me up on my Facebook page, inbox me. Thank you for doing what you're doing. We appreciate you and things of that nature. So it, I feel it's my duty as a black man to let them know, like, man, we ain't with that shit. Like, we really ain't with that shit. And the unfortunate thing is Trick Daddy's got more of 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 a capital of an audience 
that he can relay a message to will have some of these other trick Negroes yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. And all it does is create that self-hate again. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I feel like with that, we do not need, especially in this moment. So I just like to say that, you know, outside of these entertainers and whatever these Negroes want to do, that there are brothers that genuinely care and rock with their sisters. I'm not saying that, you know, other women are beautiful because there are a lot of beautiful women everywhere. But I rock with my queens. Period. I get that. And, and, and keeping it all in context, the man's name is Trick Daddy. Trick mother effing like, daddy. Like, he the daddy of all tricks. So I mean, so we shouldn't even be like so for all the young people who heard it was like, yeah, that's right, tell sisters to tighten up. And some of you old heads who was on board with that too. He's trick Trick, daddy. He's trick daddy. Like this is not the go-to for social commentary when it pertains to black men and women relationships and family structure. And that's what why (laughs) that's why one of these shows we have to do the Peter Pan syndrome. Because, like, Negroes got to come to a certain time and point in their life where they're not popping like they are, they used to back in the days when, you know, they got to look at their name. You know, like, I mean, little Bow Wow's done it a few times. You know, he yeah, tried he's, it. He's, he's shared mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. shook the whole Bow Wow. I don't know. Yeah. We all going to always call him Bow yeah. Wow. But, you know what I'm saying? There's certain brothers that we got to start looking at. Like, you know, a brother like Nas, because that's his name. Yeah. And Nasir, right? Um, Nasir Jones. So he can get away with that. But we got to start looking at um, individuals just like names like Trick Daddy. Yeah. We got to start checking in and be like, man, it's time to retire that name, man. Well, and come and well, do- my thing is, is I, say we go ahead and leave him alone. Like if you got a Trick Daddy who's out here who's spouting some nonsense on random, a- instead of being like, hey, man, you need to do this. You need to do- just put it in the framework. This is the source. Like a grown ass man who refers to himself as Trick Daddy, whose claim to fame was you don't know no that yeah. So <laughs> let, let's just put that where it is and be like, that's the crazy uncle who come over at the family man. function who calling out dance moves as he's dancing by the barbecue grill. There you go. Like you just got to put that in the context. You know that's right up there with you know Bubba Leroy and Skillet. Like you just got to say this is that's just who they are. And that's not the viable source of information of who you should go to. But because, unfortunately, with the media that we have today, they take these Negroes who entertain, who play sports as the only Negroes that is relevant to what black community looks like or what is being said in the black community. So we have to be very careful. And that's the reason why I say some of these names got to retire, but that's going to be on another episode. We'll talk about that. Okay. Well, I think it it still kind of ties into what we was, we was getting on to begin with. I just had to let that out, man. Appreciate you in plus. Say, yeah, say something. You know? I, 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 as necessary. So, as I mean, very necessary. When we talk man. about the media projection of what black men and women are like in this country, mm. about how we're supposed to be, quote unquote, how we're supposed to be, you know, what, how we're supposed to act. Somebody like Trick Daddy can come out and say black women need to tighten up. Uh, Latinos, Latinas and, and, and white girls is on the rise and you need to get it together. But in that very same moment, what is viewed as the epitome of what black love and strength and building is is the president mm. you you've got president barack obama and michelle obama mm-hmm. who are seen as that's that's this versions of cliff and claire mm-hmm. but it's a, but it's an actual group it's not fictional mm-hmm. so you look at the media portrayal of every time they try to project them there's all these insults being thrown at them 
all this, you know, Michelle Obama took in more heat than probably any other first lady that I can think of. And we've had some ugly ass first ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Old ass. Go ahead. I think the better question would be is who wasn't? <laughs> I think maybe you could make the argument for Kennedy's wife. Yeah, the argument um, for Kennedy's. But, I mean, Nancy Reagan, would, would, <laughs> wasn't nobody checking for Nancy Reagan. Shoot, George Bush's yeah, wife. Said, nobody was hollering at Barbara Bush. Ah, nobody was, you know. <laughs> older than dirt, man. You know, Ford didn't have to watch his back. <laughs> man, Richard Nixon, it was, you know. Yeah, nobody on, was man. checking for Jimmy Carter's broad. Like, ah, <laughs> yeah, they've been, there's been some horrible. Yeah. 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 So, so I mean, when it comes to that media portrayal about making sure that we don't fall for the okie doke and that other, if you don't control your own narrative, that's anybody. Mm-hmm. If you're not in control of your own narrative of what's said about you, how you're supposed to move, how you're supposed to behave, you have to understand that you have to double and triple your efforts amongst your people to make sure the proper message is sent. We don't control our own narrative. Not at all. We don't control the media outlets, the the, the the major magazines in circulation, the online magazines, the radio stations, TV stations, cable networks, uh, film lots, uh, all the stuff that promotes most of the information and narratives across the world. We don't control them. So somebody else tells the world how we're how we behave. Mm-hmm. Like that's something if you ever talk to someone of another ethnicity. The bulk of where they got their idea of how, like I said, okay, if you carry yourself well or articulate how you speak or you'll hear stuff like I'm sure you heard you like you, you don't sound like, you know, you're black, but you don't sound black. Yeah, I mean, I say that my friends tell me that. But then, you know, uh, YouTube and all those other trolls, they'll tell me something different. Shout out to all the trolls. Appreciate y'all. Keep it going. Oh, you, th- there's an old comment that says, if you ever want to test the, the, the racial climate oh, of the United oh, States, man. go to the comment section of any Jeez. social media outlet. Corny. Anybody who tells you racism is dead has never read the comment section of YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, or, oh. or, or Instagram. H- hilarious. But go ahead. You know, and so when it comes to guys like Trick Daddy, who will get, uh, he'll get sponsored pages that will, will, that will, that will duplicate that message. Because most people who heard that trick don't follow Trick Daddy. Couldn't even tell you what his handle is on social media. But that will create some relevancy in that moment. And people will jump on board with that because, A, it's somewhat controversial. But, B, it's a narrative that people want to push. Yes, these sisters need to tie it up, need to get together. And we've got too many brothers who fall to the wayside, fall for the okie doke, and who are misguided themselves and get on board with that nonsense. Yes, sir. So saying something about how inappropriate and out of pocket that is and not even to go as far as to do you need no point even insulting trick daddy anymore, even using his name. It's just that that mentality of of needing to put down our own people for any reason, especially for something like that. You know, we don't need to, we, we already have enough separation, enough problems that we don't need to be on some kind of campaign, because if your personal preference of who you want to sleep with at night is not. Of that is not that woman. If a sister is not who you want to go home with at night, or who you want to have babies with, or whatever, uh, put a period on the end of that sentence. Yeah, like, I mean, like you know, just yeah, I mean, I, I, that's I totally it. Agree. Like, you, yeah, nothing, I don't know why you wouldn't, but hey, at the end of the day, you know, teach his own. Yeah, just put a period on the end of it. If you want to get you a Cambodian midget. Put a period on it. I don't know about that. I'm saying, somebody <laughs> out there walking around want a Cambodian midget. Put a period on the end of it. You ain't got to talk bad about it. nobody else. Because that's what you want. Yes, sir. 
You know, that's all. That's some of that unnecessary talking. So now you're talking about Michelle Obama. Yes. You say, you're saying you're breaking down Michelle Obama. Yes. And so Michelle Obama is, well, let's just take, let's remove the color part of the relationship. Okay. So you have a, a man that was on, on, on the grind. Yeah. Found a woman who saw the potential in him for yeah. what he was becoming. And he became it. Yeah. She was in a better position than he was when they met. Yes, sir. But she saw something in him. Yeah. And was and was down for the cause. And fell back. Didn't let what he was trying to do hinder her growth. Yep. She didn't she didn't, you know, start slipping in her grades or fall off her or get off her square. She actually she was got love. better. She actually got yeah. better. She did what she was doing and she put that wind behind his sails to help him get to where he wanted to be. Yes, navigate. And so when you start talking about those types of imagery, that type of story, that's a, that's universal love for anybody. Yeah. But that's especially necessary amongst our community. But the unfortunate thing, we're more focused on Jay and Beyonce. Okay. And I agree with you. Um, that's just a reality. No, no, no. I, I, I get it. Because when you start talking about if I if you just poll the streets and said black American uh, power couple. You will get J and B a lot of times before you get Barack and Michelle. Yeah, I guarantee that. You Without know. a shadow of a doubt, it's going to be like that because we are um, programmed to focus on entertainment and entertainers. So that's what it is. And it's going to be interesting once they leave um, come November and, and they're out of the White House. Like what is going to be their plight, how they're going to move and navigate because they have the potential to be like one of the biggest draws as as really celebrities once yeah. they leave the White House. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's going to be very interesting on, you know, how that moves. But in a, almost in a, even a more interesting aspect, I think that for those who didn't see um, Birth of a Nation and if you didn't, you're an idiot, you should go see that movie regardless of how you feel, regardless of how it's not historically accurate, what has really been historically accurate in any movie that's been made about us or um, been told that had a little bit of a twist with white media involved, right? The fact that when we're talking about love and we're talking about some of those different things that we do need to have in the black community, the fact that when you watch that movie, one of the biggest things that I got out of that movie where people are trying to figure out, like, what did you get out the movie? It's not accurate. It doesn't do this. It doesn't do that. I looked at it like this, that black love that it showed when, um, you know, Turner was looking at his soon to be wife who was just looking reckless and just beat up and, and damaged and, and just brutalized uh, by the supremacist when he asked his master to make that that call and get her and she was a real diamond in the rough she was really a rose in concrete and when he got her and she got all back dolled up cleaned up the fact that he loved her from that first moment and saw that potential when you're talking about Barack Obama and you talking about Michelle Obama, it's that is what we're lacking. The black community, black community wants to have that instant gratification. Like you got to be a millionaire or she got to be a millionaire or you got to be fine. It's it's just these different things. We don't watch or even pay attention to the process of growth, pay the process of us coming together or let me finally get there because there's a lot of women I used to date dog 
on my way of doing the things that I'm doing right now. Oh, they didn't want to have no time to even want to deal with that because they didn't understand the grind hours. They didn't understand that we can't spend time all the time. And then you didn't understand the simple fact that where my mind was at. Okay. If I'm not in the moment with you, you think there's something wrong. It's not got anything to do with you. It's got to have me be focused on what I need to be focused on, right? Yeah. Now it's a whole different situation. What? So I really believe that sometimes as black folks, we need to get away from instant gratification and deal and be okay with the process and be happy with what you have at that moment. I I agree with you. I think a big part of where we get to is is the the like I said the lack of controlling the narrative. We don't dictate. We don't show properly how steps are done Man. about how growth happens. We're shown a narrative of we're we, we money wasting, bottle popping, uh, hoochie acting, just just reckless in the streets, irresponsible. A narrative that somebody else's opinion of us is what's put on us, and then that's what we're fed repeatedly. So we start to fall for the narrative instead of what actually happens in life and who we are, because that that narrative is very important. Like if you don't think that that the media influence and music influence and video influence is huge, you're crazy. Mm. You know, uh, that's before you do anything to anybody. You have to get a, a test the, the social climate. And so you start putting stuff out there and, and you put you show you show something like police. You show a Rodney King video. Mm-hmm. And when you show it the first time, you have riots in the streets, protests, millions of dollars, damage, burn this, that and third. You start showing it two times. You show three different incidences, five incidences, seven incidences, ten incidences. Now you don't get so caught up in your feelings when you see it. And if you're the person who you're being victimized, it doesn't incite the same amount of anger or or fervor in you. And if you're not of that group, it doesn't strike the same level of outrage anymore. Mm -hmm. Like a a decent a narrative that's that's promote. It's so important to to watch what you do and tying into to Barack and Michelle and, and why that narrative is so important when it comes to us as a people is that we have to stop letting other people tell us how we're supposed to live. Stop letting other people take away from us what is great. Mm-hmm. You know, reckon I don't know them too. I ain't never met Barack. I ain't never met Michelle. I don't know what their marriage is like behind, behind those doors. doors. Yeah. But I know what their marriage represents. Oh, yeah. If you're going to say that Barack Obama is being the first black president of the United States represents possibility, hope, and change mm. to young people, then you can't in any way, shape, or form remove the marriage and the family institution, it ain't, ain't buried with a couple of outside kids out there getting caught up on some Clinton stuff, yeah, getting man. caught up on some Nixon stuff, getting caught up on some Kennedy stuff. Man. Like, none of that. Yeah. This Negro was squeaky clean. Yeah, and then the simple <laughs> fact that what, what the narrative that, you know, white America wants to kind of betray to us is Angelique and Brad. Yeah. And that came from scandal. That came from infidelity, right? Yeah. But yet this was America's couple. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? So that's kind of like, that's not our American couple. You yeah. know, that that's not for us. That's for y'all. So stop trying to shove that down our throats. And then when um, they break up, as they are um, right now, con- going through a divorce, you got it instantly. Well, now he's back with uh, Jennifer Anston. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, now Brad and it's like, yo. I don't give a damn about none of that. And the only reason why uh, Kim Kardashian gets play with her relationship that her and Kanye West are, you know what I'm saying, two basic icons of our of our time. You know yeah. what I mean? I know people don't want to hear that. But, yes, Kim Kardashian is an icon right now. You yeah, you I mean? fast forward 20, 25 years from now. And when you start time capsuling what 
this millennium is yeah. for for the two thousands up. There's no way you can remove Kim Kardashian Not or Kanye West. You can't. Even if you want to, the two Ks will be in um, the program. They will be in the conversation as much as you try to gloss over them unless somebody comes and does something that is 10 times greater than they, what they've done yeah, but in the last decade or so. I, I don't you know, see that happening anytime soon. They are who they are. You know, and, and so an important part to watch is, is that these these narratives that get put out there, the misinformation that gets put out there, the the the, the loose talk from just folks that come out of left field. Like I said, you know, you're not, not to just jump on board with stuff that you hear and then not to only if you have to understand that these 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 things that are being put on you, the, these YouTube videos, these Man. Facebook posts, these, these Instagram posts, Jesus. that stuff goes through a company. And you can't rely on that to be your basis for information, thinking that they're going to tell you what's in your best interest. Yes. We've seen more than enough in this country about how what's the information we need to have presented yes. to us is not presented to us. Yes. And and the stuff that's put in front of us, we talked about that in a previous podcast, that Kansas City shuffle. Yeah. Where, uh, I'm going to make you look left while I go right. And when it comes to allowing somebody else to control your narrative and to bring you all that information, you're going to find yourself getting getting got. You're going to get a head full of wrong ideas and, and you're going to find yourself out of position and, and sounding reckless like that dude from Miami. Well, but I think that's a lot of the problem that we have you know, in the black community um, is that we are OK with being took left, took right and, and being shook all around because we are afraid to create that narrative because that narrative that has to be consistent. And I don't think a lot of us are able and are ready to be consistent. I mean, I think some people want to continue their ratchet ways just in the simple content of how I, it's like crazy. I was I just was just, you know, uh, channel surfing, man. And I and I just w just fell on to VH1. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I'm watching, you know, uh, Hollywood. What is that? Uh, L.A. The house basketball basketball housewives. Basketball right? housewives and, I, and, somebody. And, and, and I'm just watching this just for two point five seconds. And I'm like. Well, this is the reason why a guy like Trigetti can make a comment like this, right? Yeah. And the negativity of 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 how these grown women with kids, with yeah. grown kids, yeah, how they act and their behavior, it's just like, well, who who who's gonna really want to deal with that? And then you also have a lot of women that are so they're so frustrated. And so resentful in the last relationship that they had that they will now allow another man to get involved that you now have women older and older that are not in relationships. No. that don't have babies. Why? Because they have this resentfulness. And it's a narrative that's been created, unfortunately, not only by the media, by our, our behavior mechanisms of how we treat each other. And that goes into that self-love. Because if we don't have self-love, I mean, we can't expect anybody to love ourselves, right? Exactly. And, and why this stuff all ties in is... is not getting caught up in the stuff that just gets promoted in front of you. Not getting caught up in these false narratives. Because in the same time, the same week, where a trick daddy comes out and, and tells black women they need to tighten up, a black woman stepped up and, and was shut down. So I don't know if you heard about this. Uh, singer Seven Streeter. Ah, she was yeah. Chris Brown's protege. Yeah. She's a Grammy yeah. Award winner. Yeah. Uh, beautiful young sister. Yeah. She... she uh, so she was supposed to sing the national anthem at the Oklahoma City Thunder Philadelphia, um, Philadelphia 76ers season opener. In Philly. Yeah. 
in Philadelphia. Brotherly so, love. Yeah. And so right when she gets ready to, to come out, uh, she's got on a basketball jersey that says we matter. Like, that's what it says. That's, it, uh, just think think of a black basketball jersey and it just says we matter across the front. So as she's getting ready, she's back there. Uh, one of the people from the, the arena comes across her and it just like kind of eyeballing her like, you going to wear that? And she's like, yeah, you know, and they're like, well, you're not going out there wearing that. And so she was shut down from singing the, the national anthem because she had on a We Matter jersey. Something is that simple. And, and she, to me, is not a black woman that needs to tighten up. Like we, we look at, you know, we want to call out sisters for shortcomings or what we think are what they're not doing correctly. Most of that doesn't come from us. That comes from narratives that are that are put out there. A certain population that gets oversaturated, a certain group of people, a certain type of behavior that that's all you see. Most sisters walking around are not twerking in parking lots and gas stations. You ain't went to Walmart lately, have you? Do you know what I'm saying? I don't go to Walmart. No, no, but I'm just saying, but, do you know what I'm saying? But but most black women are not. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a whole lot of black because the fact of the matter is, the United States of America, black women have uh, they're the highest rate of, of college graduates and getting advanced degrees in the nation. Mm-hmm. More so than black men, more so than white men, more so than white women, more so than Asian women, more so than Asian men. Mm-hmm. No one is getting more advanced degrees at a faster rate than black women in the United States of America. And that's why I had to defend them. But go ahead. You know what I'm saying? And so when it comes to that narrative that that you can't fall for, the okie doke, that, you know, oh, well, because we can take these real uh, side chicks who like basketball, who used to mess with Ray J and Flavor Flav or whatever show that they're on. They don't represent the population. They don't represent the people. But they're the type that get highlighted. And then that's what other groups think we all are. You know, if you ask most groups of like other groups, because we talked about it before, too. And it's something that's important is the the uh, white Americans are the dominant culture by population, by privilege and by position. The average white person does not have an intimate relationship with a black person in the United States. So if you take all white people in America, most of them, there may be James at work. Or, or Craig, who lives across the street, but the average white American does not have an intimate relationship. Most their influence of black people is music and media. Yes, sir. What they see on TV, what they see in movies and whatever. So Sports it, and everything. All like that, that. Just whatever they, you know, but not an actual relationship. So if a narrative is shown of all black men are thugs, all black men are in and out of jail, all black men are criminals, all black women are, are, are ratchet hoochies who, who none of us take care of our kids, none of us are professional, none of us carry ourselves well. That's the narrative that they're shown and they're looking for real world examples. And when we go out there falling for that narrative that we know is not true and we start mimicking it and saying that stuff in the streets, it only perpetuates the narrative and then it, it only hurts us. Yeah. You know, we got to shake that idea of just repeating loose talk and recklessness because we think it's funny in the moment or or we think that, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, putting down your own people, putting down your own brothers, putting down your own sisters, putting down your own family. In the old days, that was just like wrong. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. You don't put your family business in the streets. But now now it's it's become a norm. Yeah, it's become a norm. And I and I think that in a sense of going back into the whole um, Seventh Street thing, what 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 is the shirt called? Said again. It said we matter. We matter. It's just the sensitivity that I feel white people have that white guilt. You know what I mean? Um, and you can mix it in with that white privilege. 
It's like they refuse to deal with an issue that they created. They don't want to solve an issue that stems from decades and decades of their negligence, decades and decades of their abuse, decades and decades of their fear, and decades and decades of them trying to displace what really happened to us, right? Yeah. And then continuing to look as if everything was fair because I'm doing well. Well, why aren't you doing well? Well, let me ask you again how I'm not and why I'm not doing well. well we, you have crack cocaine. You have Jim Crow laws. You become enslaved. You fight for civil rights and then don't really have those civil rights that we fought for. I mean, it goes on. You talk about mass incarceration. You talk about education. You deal with all that. Then tell me how you're going to end up. Yeah. Right. So when I hear this story and when I listen to it, I started laughing. This is like because they don't want another Colin Kaepernick situation. We've exactly. talked about that That's before. Exactly. Right. But at the same particular time, like. When are you guys going to honestly tackle the issue? Because the issue is right in front of you because the issue has never been solved. We're talking about decades. And, and I just got done watching and hopefully we can do a, 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 a podcast on this. The um, the documentary 13, okay. the 13th Amendment, whatever like yeah. that. Right. Powerful document. I don't know if you've seen it. Just I haven't yet, seen it yet. But, but brother, when you see it, we got to get here and talk about it, because if that does not just break down everything in such a simplex way it ain't elaborate it's just easy simple that will make sense to a a a, a two-year-old on okay. um, how black men and black women have been uh, uh totally dissected and and almost annihilated by all of these things that continue to be what white folks would pretend they're not doing right. You get to try to understand why don't they allow people just to make those statements without trying to say we need you to be quiet because all it's going to do is going to cause more of a media stir. Right yeah. now that she didn't sing, it's now a story. Right. Well, sort of because you say sort of now. Yeah. But in the same content, it could grow and get bigger. Yeah, but in reality, I don't think it will. And the reason why it, it still goes in that whole the whole premise of who's cre who's controlling the narrative is because that story is already it's from yesterday. Yes, yesterday. So I saw it briefly, and there's a couple of outlets more so that were music based that tied it into to Seven Street, but not nothing nothing frontline news. Like this country has a real good way. Of promoting what it wants and silencing what it does, and I understand that, and I, and I think that um, also that that makes sense. But at the same time, with the Colin Kaepernick thing, how he was doing his protest for a while, right? Yeah, and then it caught wind. Now, because they've seen what kind of media circus is created, they're trying to you know well, move away from it. But, yeah, they're definitely not even putting uh, the camera on him as he protests. I still think that this does have a possibility of getting a few more waves. I don't think it's just going to just be um just be over with just like that. I don't think it'll I think it'll go just personally, I think it'll go away some for a couple of reasons. One, NFL has taken so many hits on viewership. And so ratings have been down across the board. And there's a lot of freedoms in the NFL when it pertains to the, the, the national lamp and all that that don't apply to the NBA. The NBA, you cannot sit for the national anthem. It is in your 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 paperwork. 
that you actually have to stand up. Is that what it's happening? Yeah. So all that 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 protest stuff that's going on in the in the NFL won't carry over in the NBA, and they're trying to do damage control in the NFL. So I I think that since a lot of that money is intertwined. That they're gonna cut there. They didn't see Colin Kaepernick coming. <laughs> like they, that. That's so left field from the norm. That's why it has such an impact as a protest. But they're seeing it now. Mm-hmm. Like they're 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 going through sports and teams and all kind of stuff. There was the um the 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 the, the kids pop not pop Warner but they were uh like a high school team whose uh, season was suspended for taking the knee. Bro, that's crazy. At, at, at school, the kids in Texas. Was it was it Texas or Seattle? Texas, Texas. Okay. And they they took the knee, and they they uh, suspended the rest of the season for it. Like they're really going hard on, on this narrative and this campaign that we're not going to be here again. Mm. And and so that's why it's important to watch what's being shown to you repeatedly. It's important to watch what's being told to you, what's being fed to you, and. To not just go with everything that you hear and not just jump on board with everything that's put in front of you. Mm. You know, we talk about stuff that gets talked about and, and stuff that say something about, you know, that seven streeter story is going to come and go. Uh, much like the the, the story we, we were talking about this earlier today, the story of, of the folks in Oregon mm. about it. If you don't remember the, the 41 day standoff at the federal building in Oregon. Well, today. Everybody who was involved was found not guilty. Mm. So every defendant was 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 a uh, not guilty, and the only one who didn't get a not guilty got a hung jury. And that was when it came to how you get a hung jury. And his charge was uh, confiscating FBI surveillance cameras. This dude like, literally took the cameras off the building. Mm. How that's a gray area, I don't know. But he got a hung jury. Everybody was off and let go. A story that just more or less kind of came and went, much like the militarization that's going on in North Dakota. Mm. You know, a, another narrative that's just kind of like, eh, you know, they, they talked about it briefly last month and then they made this whole campaign like they come to some kind of peaceful resolution. And today they sent in 100 militarized police officers with sound cannons, armored trucks, bulldozers, you know, riot gear, all that to the nine to take out. This Native American group who's protesting for clean water because mm. they don't want their land to be done to them. What happened Flint, to Flint, Michigan. Michigan, you know, but that's the narrative that, that they are not trying to promote and that they're not trying to talk about because that's a three point eight billion dollar deal that they're trying to get that pipeline through. Mm. You know, that, that, that to me. When you when you go into those extremes and you think about these protests and like I said with the Seven Streeter thing, I feel like that may catch waves. The North Dakota thing, like that's such a, a a huge story that they literally have not put any focus on. Nope. Like they, I, you know, one of the Queen sisters went out there actually um, from Sacramento and went out there and, and told me um, you know she was going to do some work over there and came back. She's like, man, it's crazy out there. It's like. They are literally this this these this group of henchmen, like from the perspective of a black person, from the perspective of a native and Latinos, that they're doing a number on the minorities. Like for them to do what they are doing and for us to be arguing and being pissed off some of these Americanos uh, about 
Colin Kaepernick taking a knee over some damn national anthem and you got people fighting so these people don't contaminate their water and like no one's talking about that yeah it, it, it to me it's 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 overwhelmingly um discouraging because once you try to find some light at the end of the tunnel you see things like this and it's almost kind of like what do you do because we're outgunned we're not outnumbered but we're outgunned because at the end of the day, what I've heard is like they've just been arresting people and arresting people like it was like over like so far from the time it started in August. Right. It's been over like 200 and some plus arrests. I wouldn't be surprised. And why does this matter to you? So so like we always talk about just on this podcast, keep it put stuff in proper framework there. There's where that land sits at. This, this should really make you think about something if you think it doesn't apply to you or, or, or it's not a concern of yours. Where there's, there, there was a treaty that took place, I believe it's what, uh, 1851, I want to say? 1851 treaty? I don't, I don't have it 100% for me. I believe that's, what, that's the year. And so this was land that was more or less sanctioned for these people that the United States government took their hands off of, mm-hmm. said this is you guys to control. And there was even an issue that came after that treaty had been put in place where there was American citizens who didn't honor it. And the federal government had to come in to regulate to leave these people alone. So when you start talking, I'm American, I have rights, I have this and that. There are no group of people. I don't care how many how many taxes you pay or where you work at that actually have your own sovereign land. Mm. You can make your house payments every month and pay your property tax. You are still on the land of the United States government. This land was actually given to these people to be left alone. And these folks came through when the money was on the table. They more or less said, damn the treaty, damn your sovereignty, damn the constitution and fuck your life. All that stuff, your <laughs> hopes, your dreams, your all that stuff. Put it this, it's so gangster. They want to run the pipeline through an ancient Indian Native American burial ground. Like fuck your ancestors. Like they just don't care. So if you if you think they will do this in in the middle of the afternoon on a Thursday, you think that there's not some stuff that they'll do to you on the street? Bottom line. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to the, the, these these things, this information that's put in front of you, these, these controlling these narratives, a lot of the information that's in front of you is not for your best interest. And the stuff that you need to see is not being shown. So when you don't be so quick to jump on board with some nonsense that you see on Instagram or some or, or nonsense TV show that, yeah, you may find some entertainment value in it for a second. But you got to look a little deeper than that and definitely don't take that into your day to day life. But here's my thing. When do we draw the line to the government working for us or the government being against us? Because in every way you're trying to figure out, well, how does this happen? Right. And you just got done talking about the the young boys in Oregon just got off acquitted. Right. Mm hmm. White privilege, of course, white privilege matters. You know, that's my 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 nice hashtag. I like that because it's the truth. It shows in that, you know, and at least the jury of their peers got what they were trying to do. And I'm not knocking it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, they got it. They did it because what they were doing, I felt, was in their constitutional right. But I'm just saying that if it was us, we wouldn't 
it wouldn't be no headlines. It would have been just a few Negroes got killed for acting up. They'd have came in with tear gas. Bruh, we'd have oh, been oh, done. Put, way, put it framework. The Native Americans who were peacefully protesting had tear gas and German shepherds sicked on them. And, and that's the point of why I'm just saying that. <laughs> yeah, so you got in one, and then yes, there was a casualty in the front, the ruckus. But that's one thing. You had an actual shootout. In yeah, Oregon, they were all armed and teeth. But there was an actual shootout at one particular time when one of them was. And that's how they kind of got got caught up. But here you are, in, in in North Dakota, where they're saying, "Hey, check this out. These pipes, nah, that's gonna give us. It's gonna poison us all. Yeah. I mean, this is not cool. Just because you guys want to do something to make you more money somewhere else, but yet still, when do we draw this line between us and the government? Because it seems like. Every particular time we're trying to look at our government, right? When we're talking about voting and we'll talk about that later, um, maybe in one of our podcasts, we talk about the elections coming up. You want to buy in to this this diagram that they're setting up, you know, Republican, Democrat, democracy, liberty, um, work within the system. But then when you have a sovereign land that has been given to these people that were well-deserving for all the genocide they've gone through. And now you're saying, eh, by the way, yeah. where do we draw a line of what the government is to us? Like, See, does this government work for us or is just we're just here working for them? And whenever they feel like they want to remove us or, or, or chastise say, us, they do. The, I would start ringing the bell on the second one, because this is where I think where people get this. this Get it twisted. The United States of America is a corporation. Well, the people don't really want to. They don't want to. They don't want to believe that. I'm saying. Though. Well, but it is by every definition. And the president of the United States is just the current seating CEO of the corporation of the United States of America. That's how it's set up. So when you start talking about who's actually in control, who's running things, a good thing to look at. They just did the numbers from October 1st to October 19th, going in the campaign trail for uh, for Trump versus Hillary. And Hillary Clinton raised almost two hundred million dollars in that time period. Did you just say two hundred million dollars? Yeah, she finished on campaigning to be a president. Yeah, she finished because uh, hers was. Let me get that but we right. got homeless people on the street of Sacramento, California, right now in the rain. Yeah, hers after October nineteenth, she was at one hundred and seventy-three million. She was at one hundred seventy-two million, and Donald Trump was at seventy-three million. She had almost a hundred million dollars more than Trump just on the campaign trail. So. Because the, when the super PACs came through for the Democratic Party and came through with her checks. So you don't you have to really work this in. Who do they work with? How much money are they making off of you versus how much are they making off of them? So when it comes to what decisions need to be made, if they're not moving in what's best for the citizen, they're moving with what's best for the corporation. Yeah. If you can come up with two hundred million dollars just to try to help you get the job. Yeah. A, think about how deep the pockets are where the money came from. B, what do you think you have to do for that $200 million? Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm going to raise all this money for you and, and think I ain't getting nothing in return? And, 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 I think, and I think that, you know, realistically, bro, that's where I feel that we get it twisted. People have to understand this is a corporation. This is a game. And it's a business all at the same time. Once you understand that... A lot of the policies, you know what I'm saying? The laws that are being rendered through us are being funded by these grand corporations yeah. for their best interests. Yeah. Like, stop thinking, 
on this this liberty and justice and the people power process because that shit is done especially when you've had the government allowing people to become multi multi millionaires over and over and over again in this place that we have to understand is a capitalistic government a capitalist society it may not be um as 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 vile as maybe some other capitalistic uh, places where you know the government does what they do but in the same framework i mean you can't do nothing without big business dog big business is that they've pretty much eliminated moms and pop stores i mean you know but you have almost everything franchised you can run around here on each corner around the block and see a mcdonald's a taco bell you can go into any community whether it's uh, suburban or urban see a walmart yeah this is big business and when you realize that United States is a not America, but it's a corporation and get all that liberty, just that shit is bullshit, man. If you're not in the end game, you're going to get done up. And I feel like what's going on in North Dakota. I don't even know what to say or what to do about it. I just sit back and just look at it like, how is this stuff happening in 2016? Because from what I learned when I was young, dumb, and full of unnecessary uh, like commentary, commentary about what America was supposed to be, like this was this is not supposed to be happening, right? But it is happening, and it's consistently happening to people of color. It's these 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 narratives that get promoted to keep you in line. It's these things that are said to you to keep you occupied and busy. Uh, it's just the stuff that you need to have in front of you is not there. You know, the real information that that that's necessary to, to make it is not being put in front. And that's why it's important that we don't get caught up in, in the nonsense that's that's put out there. Don't get caught up in, like I said, the, the, the IG post and, and who's doing what on Twitter and and what's this person doing on this this, you know, ratchet ass TV show. Like it's about that's why it's so important to be informed about and, and if nothing else, you know, your own opinion, your own narrative based upon your own information, your own fact checking, like figure out what's going on. Why? Why do you just believe something mm -hmm. like you just run with that because somebody told you yeah. or, or, or did you actually do any kind of research and actually try to find out something for yourself? You know, when and I think that if nothing else is a takeaway, that's an important one. Get the information for yourself. You know, not letting somebody else's opinion of something, somebody else's view of something or somebody else tell you, you know, and you just jump it on board and run it with it. I, you said something funny. You said. Get your own opinion. Basically, don't get an opinion from somebody else. That's something what you like said. That. And fact that, check that, your that, own opinion. That, I mean, fact check. That's not the American way. <laughs> the American way is I'm going to program you to to hear and do as I say. I mean it because we live in a world where we don't want to fact check. We just want to go on internet. This is the truth and run it. You know how many times I go in there and I go on my Facebook page and people are throwing just these felonious kind of uh, 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 articles that are all fabricated, all false, but they run with that. Yeah. Because they don't want to do the research on the truth. And that's why we're stuck on stupid, my friend. I even think it's a step further. Most of those, those stories that they put up on all those posts will tell you in the article that it's a hoax story. That, and they're that still going to post it up. That it's satire uh, or whatever. you know. But, then at the same, but at the same time, they're going to tell you this. 
but real stories like something in North Dakota, nobody wants to talk about it. Nope. Like I, nobody wants to talk about it. And that's when you know there's an issue. See, they want to call those who protested, like when Ferguson blew up, radicals, thugs, criminals, blah, blah, blah. The narrative was that. It was almost like the poor, precious police officers are under siege, right? So what is the North Dakota thing then? People standing in the way of progress. But you know what I'm saying? No, I'm not. Like, 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 I know it's like, so, 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 okay, if that's, if that's what it was, right? Yeah. Even though we know it was something totally different, so what is North Dakota? So what is the North Dakota pipeline? So those people are just what? Uh, 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 confusing what the government wants to do? <laughs> like, no, are they confusing I, no, what the government wants no, to do? I mean, literally, what, what, let, Christ, let's fast man. forward five years from now, and this, let's just say this whole situation goes south. It's let, going to. Let, let, let's just, you know, so they railroad through, get the pipeline set up. Like I said, it, it's a multi-billion dollar deal. Wow. What the, what the conversation will then be is can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. Uh, we put thousands of Americans to work. We we did a resurgence for the economy with what we got from the oil. We were able to to lessen our demand and our need on foreign oil to run the United States of America. There'll be a whole spin and campaign. There'll be more of that narrative that's put out there to make to justify what's going on right now okay. And and they won't show you the pictures of the German shepherds getting sicked on on you know the old lady with the peace pipe just like they don't show kids in school now the German shepherds that was getting sicked on brothers and sisters in '64. They're gonna sit there and say that these people were, were they'll, they'll, they fought the good fight against corporate America, but America did this in the overall best interest of the country, <laughs> not just this small select group of people who just happened to be in the wrong place when it came to progress. Yes, sir. That's narrative. That's spin. Like that's I already see this story. Like you know that that's a PR dream right there. You gonna sit there and say, "Yep, we we, we had to do it for progress. We had to I, do it for the I, future." I, I just I just I just with with this happening, Flint, Michigan still hasn't been resolved. No recovery. <laughs> it, it, like you cannot continue unless you're in. With the with the big fix, you can't continue to sit there and look at this government as being stable or being for the people. You can't continue to sit there and be like, okay, and look at that flag and worship it as if you know, uh, uh, you know, this is the creed of the world. This is this is our greatness. And, and when you think about it, when we talk about all these different things that you know uh, the government has done, they at one particular time. They were telling the veterans, right, mm. to go ahead in California. You got to repay your bonuses. Yeah. But they took that off the table. But for the simple fact that they even said, hey, we need that money back. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like, this is the problem. We believe in something and entrust in something that we no longer should look at as stability. If we the people are the people that run this country, though you and I understand we don't run this country. No. We're not the chairman on the board of this corporation, no. right? If we are really the people, then when we are uh, standing and protesting and we're um, having issues of what's going on, there should be changes, but they're not changes because we are not the people that run this. This is a corporation. No, we are not. And the fact is, is that a lot of people don't move because they bought into the idea and the narrative of what was told to them. 
that you know that that this this nation is for the people that anything that's put out there that 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 information you just take and just hold it you're gonna have to challenge some ideas you have to challenge some kind of thoughts you have to challenge some of these narratives and you can't just run with everything based off of somebody else's opinion like that can't be the makeup of your makeup you know you're gonna have to go out and do some personal self-exploration you have to do get uh, attain some personal information and knowledge and you're gonna have to be willing to not just sit and listen to the information that's told you don't have to ask some questions you may have to get in somebody's face but ultimately you're gonna have to say something you're gonna have to say something and that's what we saying something about this man. week I, man north dakota trick daddy there's a lot of stuff man a lot of stuff a lot of stuff on. going on out there but sometimes you just got to talk it's got to say something. It's got to say something. So I'm Jermaine Morris, always bringing the real life without the sweetness here with Mr. Barry Axius. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Unapologetic as always. And until next show, we'll holla at you later. Peace.